Hello, 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 everybody. Happy 2020, 2020, 2022. <laughs> hello, Nick, how are you gentlemen doing? We're all good. I think, I think, I think, I think we need to go for some uh, tech lessons uh, in the coming weeks. Maybe we can put some funds together and, and uh, take our esteemed host to for some tech lessons, but it's all good. Tech lessons, why? No, no way. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, but uh, as long as as long as Nick's got some wood, I'm happy, man. Uh, <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. How was a festive festive period for the lads? Huh? Eh? Get stuck into it. No, no, it was good. It was all good. I, I was in I was in the Kruger, so I was in the bush over New Year's. Uh, I'm refreshed, ready to go. 2022. Let's go. Uh, hopefully, it's a good year for all of us and and yourself, Nick, and 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 Claude, Claude's. No, I was in Cape Town, living the dream, drinking wine. Yeah, it was. Uh, Love it. It was nice. My team couldn't give me much to to shout about, so I had to drink as much wine as possible. So, oh, damn. yeah, but uh, not, hopefully not better yet. times not to yet, come. Not yet, Nick. Not yet. Although I don't know, like uh, Silo's commented on the wood. You're having wood. I mean, can you? Has there not been a bigger like thievery moment of thievery in the Premier League? Twenty-five million for Chris Wood. <laughs> I mean, come on, James. I think it's a bit of smart business. Million. I think it's a bit of smart business, to be honest with you. Oh. For 30-year-old. 30-year-old. Have you guys seen his stats in comparison to the rest of... Uh, no, it's very good. I, I know every every season he's, he always scores more than 10 goals, right? He's played a similar amount of games, actually less than uh, Rashford, Martial. He's got more goals than them. So... Yeah, it's, all right. So he's uh, excited. That's not too listen, bad. I think I would, the other name, the names I'm getting excited about, all the names in the the defensive department. I mean, if they could have yeah. gotten that Botman deal over the line, they would yeah. have. I don't think that's going to happen. But that would have been a really exciting yeah. prospect. I that think was, the next tough. one that we're going for is Diego Carlos from Sevilla. Uh, Sevilla. Uh, but they're reluctant to sell simply because. Um, they second on the log, I think. So yeah. it would be a, a big knock for them. But They're apparently, there is a top. price. You know, I would just say pay, pay, pay them what they want and, and get the lad over. So we'll see. We've we've done all right. I mean, it's been something to talk about for for once in a transfer window for Newcastle. Um, that hasn't been a constant for at least the last 11, 12 years. So it's quite cool. Definitely some exciting stuff. I don't know there, uh, Celo, you're normally the one keeping an eye on the comments, but you, you've got someone back here. Have you said hello or anything? You're sleeping. You're on your phone, Celo. That's not how we start no, I'm 2022. A, I, I'm not sleeping, man. I'm not sleeping. We need to we need to <laughs> keep abreast with our social media and, you know, you know. Uh, as an Ajun. Yeah, Ajun, 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 Ajun. Hey, man, but uh, it's good to have Ajun back. Uh, I think, obviously, my team, uh, there's a lot to be said about it, but yeah. Uh, it's good to have Ajun here. Uh, some support as well. We can obviously discuss when when we get the time to to discuss uh, each individual team. Yeah, and just before we move on, and, and oh wait wait wait, 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 guys. Yes, wait, yes. Wait. Claudio, do, do, I, I think you I think you went for a COVID test and you returned a false positive. Um, so does that mean you've got COVID or not? I'm not following this joke, uh, Nick. Are you aware of what he's trying to say? I don't know what, where he's going with this. Um... I'm not 100% sure. 
Okay, okay, and that's okay, classified so information, bro. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 telling, no. telling all our viewers that our presenter's got COVID if he does. No, man, no, does man. The shirt he has, the shirt he has has COVID. A lot of false positives at Anfield. Uh, uh, and, they, okay. and, they, and they strategically missed the match last week against... Uh, Against uh, oh, Arsenal. Why you know uh, strategic? I like how you're saying strategic. Like false you know positive. for a fact. They told the guys at the lab to return false positives, man. Come on, guys. All right, all right. So hey, Dia, Dia's in the house as well. Happy New Year uh, to Arjun and Dia. Don't say, I only say to Dia, guys, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only Dia was waiting. She only came in after Arjun because she knew she was going to get a late sort of announcement. So thank you for joining us here, Dia. Uh, before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, introduction. Let's just wrap things up. 2022 ended very interestingly for us. Selo made his debut in commentary. We streamed our first ever soccer tournament, live football tournament in the heart of Soweto. We got amazing footage of the guys. And before we kick on with anything else, we just want to show you pretty much a wrap up of the tournament that we covered from our side. And again, it was the Discovery Walter Sulu Soccer Challenge, and it was something very exciting for us. Also, if you're not following us on TikTok, we've gone from before the tournament, we had zero followers, to after the tournament, we're now sitting on 8,000 8, followers just on TikTok alone. So don't That's be afraid crazy. to join us there. We're going we're gonna to see if we can start streaming live on TikTok from our normal shows. Um, so we're going to have to be in chats with TikTok from that perspective. But overall, it was a resigning success. It was a lot of hard work. And also, Silo and I fighting for the mic when we were commentating, even though I wasn't the designated commentator. I'm just saying, Silo did a fantastic job there. Oh, listen to Silo, you want to comment anything? You want to you no, show the clip? I, I don't have to want to say much, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, well done to, to Claudio and his team. Uh, for successfully streaming the, the Discovery Walter Sulu Soccer Challenge um, over the, the December period. Um, I was only there for a day, but yeah, from what I saw, man, it was a great tournament. And yeah, man, obviously there was there was the finals and three different competitions. Uh, but yeah, well-organized tournament. And hopefully next year, we uh, this year, we can have fans back in, the, back in the grounds. All right. And on that note, let me just show you the clip. Right, that was just a taste. That was just a taste. And I'll be honest, <laughs> we didn't have much shows in December, largely because of the fact that we were covering that. And from my side, I wasn't watching much Premier League uh, football. I was watching live football, Cassie football. And I've got to say, the quality there, I was taken aback with, with what I saw. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't expecting the level that I saw, and it, it just blew my blew, blew me away a little bit. There was, there, was, there, was, there was a team apparently that wanted to side Claudio in the past. I don't know if how true that is, but he said there was a team that wanted to side him. <laughs> Uh, it's called. It's called. I'm going to tell you a text called, message. No, no, I'll show you a text it's called, message. It's called. It's called. It's called. Uh, Pimville West Ham. West Ham United. Uh, they managed to get to the semi-finals. Uh, so Claudia said that they tried to sign him in the past. So I don't know, guys. Uh, what do you guys think in the comment section? Do you guys think that our esteemed host was was oversight by Pimville West Ham? United in, in, in so uh, a Soweto club, you know, I mean, this Portuguese uh, kid from from Pretoria uh, being recruited by a club from Soweto. Are you going through the archives? 
Yeah, I'm trying to find the message. It's somewhere at the bottom, but I'll, I'll, for next show, I'll show you. So that clip that you guys saw, that's going to be a teaser. That will be coming out on TikTok. So if you're watching the show live now, that's a, you're the first ones to see that. So you're lucky. And yeah, no, no. So I literally tried. Almost got recruited pre-tournament, this tournament. But you know, I, had, I took my job as a goal lounge sort of account manager, very seriously oh, streamer. Do you, do, I had so, to, do you know, are you saying they, they would have got to the final if you were in the team? No, they did get to the final. They would have oh, won. Oh, the, oh, they lost the final, yeah. Oh, they lost okay, the final, yeah. Dia, Dia, Dia says she believes it. Arjun says no. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that covers oh, that much. Crazy. I mean, we, we do need to say that Nick did say he would be there. Mirac- miraculously, didn't show up. Wongo is another one who didn't show up. Um, so yeah. Also, thank you very much for pulling through. I got that my dates. No, no, I do apologize. I got my dates mixed up. And I, for some reason, thought the tournament was up until the end of the year. Uh, I yeah, booked a lastminute.com holiday to, to Cape Town with my missus. So, yeah, it needed to happen, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Quality um, time comes first. Quality time yeah. comes first. Yeah, no, he's throwing, I, I, he's throwing I, I, the term misses out very loosely. I don't know. You don't just throw that out unless you're serious. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I was gutted that I couldn't make it. But it seems like you guys uh, sort of had it locked down with, with the way you were handling things. And yeah, definitely in for next year, 100%. All right. And that pretty much wraps that up. But we're going to kick on with our show and what we do or what we used to do anyway. It's been a while. So transfer window dealings. We might as well kick off here, largely because Nick's finally involved in this conversation. And yeah. we do have Nick, the most, what, what's the word I'm looking for, Settle? If you're a Newcastle fan and you want to get any information from a South African perspective, what is Nick to you? Is he, is he your glossary? Or what is Nick, is, Nick is the inside man. Nick is the inside man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the guy who's got, a, who's got, you know, he's got someone in, 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 in the north of, of of England on speed dial to give him the ins and outs of what's going on. He's that guy, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's that guy They're like, hey, Nick, listen. Yeah. Are you, are, do, you, do you think we should we should sign this guy, this New Zealand guy? This guy from New Zealand? Yeah. Uh, this Kiwi. Can we sign this Kiwi? It's, it's close enough to South Africa. Oh, I, I approve. I approve. I approve. Southern, I approve. Hemis- so, uh, Southern Hemisphere uh, folk are, are united in, in celebration that uh, exactly, the guy from the Southern Hemisphere is uh, signed for Newcastle. But no, I mean, it's been, it's been rather exciting. I think, to be very honest with you, um, I think we as a fan base of, of being quite greedy to be, to be honest with you in, in the sense that I think we would have liked moves to have happened a bit quicker than it has yeah. happened. It's been 13 days, but I mean, we've got two, two decent signings in two, two days. We've got, I mean, in, in, in two weeks um, with the Kieran Trippier, I think is a phenomenal signing. I mean, started in the Euros for, for England, arguably one of the best right backs and, you know, for, for, it's quite a statement to start off with him. I think Callum Wilson's injury has um, been sort of a domino effect with regards to signing Wood. Um, with the names that we were linked with, he wouldn't have been my number one choice. And I don't think he wouldn't have been a number one choice for most most clubs or, or, or fans of clubs because, you know, let's, let's put it bluntly, you know, if you play for Burnley, you don't really want to sign their players. Um, and I think that, I mean, that sort of, term is is used quite loosely i think um you know with a bit a bit more research and watching a bit of the highlights he's a he is a terror in the box for defenders is, yeah. i mean if you i'm just thinking if you've got a trip here uh you know with the delivery that he can sort of pose to a, a chris wood who'll literally head her through a brick wall uh you know i i don't think it's a bad signing and the best part of the whole thing is 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 we've taken off um, the best striker option that they've 
possibly got in terms of goals from a relegation rival. Um, so I think it was quite astute and quite clever to weaken your your sort of opponent and and potentially condemn them to relegation because with Cornet being out at the African Nations Cup, um, I don't see a Jay Rodriguez or a Barnes stepping up to the level that Wood yeah. has in terms of true. goals specifically. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think like Claudia was saying, I'm quite excited. I think there will be a marquee signing. I think there will be one big one. Um, and I do think, uh, I, th- I, I, I have a feeling we'll have another three or four in, to be honest with you. This January? Yeah, yeah they've said so. They've said so. They, look, one that's, five that's to the six plan. I understand because because obviously you need to sort out the spine, right? So the spine, yeah. you've already sorted, sorted out the, the, top, the top of the spine. You need to obviously get a center mid and a center back. And obviously you got the right yeah. back, right? So I think the center back and the center mid will yeah. be center back first and then center mid next. But so I think also, three, no, I think three or four, to be very honest more, with wow. you. Yeah, I, I, they're in for two center backs. They want two center backs because our defense yeah. is, is not good enough. Um, you know, if I was being, you know, even sort of uh, greedy, I would full, say left full, back as full, well. Full Jones. Full Jones is no, there, man. man. Quality. Did you see how he played? Did you see how he played against Wolves? This one. one. I I know I'm derailing the conversation here, but Vada, thank you for joining us. Also here saying continue, continue, continue. This this is the one that blows my mind a little bit. Nick, you saying how many signings? Three or four signings. Potentially that's the plan, right? But when we're looking at it, continue goes to Aston Villa because of the Gerard effect. Lucas Dinia who Newcastle arguably were looking at it. I mean, if, if they could get Trippier and him on the left side, they've incredibly balanced. They don't get him. He literally goes to Villa because why? He said Gerard. I mean, uh, uh, he, 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 he literally said that. I would also say that. Yes, he said that. I know he said that, Claudio. I know he said that. You don't have to press anything, bro. Come on. I was. But, uh, I watched. I watched. So, scary, so, so with regards to I, the Coutinho Chris Wood, move, Chris, Chris Wood said he moved to Newcastle because of Eddie Howe. Come on, bro. No, but like, okay. So, <laughs> so what are you suggesting? Claudio, that they chose a Villa over Newcastle because of what? Gerard. Of Gerard. Literally, yeah, of Gerard. That's and fair enough. But, you but if you look at Dinia, it's in a better place. It's in a better place, guys. Yeah, okay. It's a safer option for them. But hmm. Dinia sounds like he's a little bit of a troublemaker, if, I, if I'm quite honest with you. Um, so maybe that was a decision made also from a Newcastle option of not going in again for him. Because there were is discussions. That bias, saw... Is that not your bias with maybe they contacted Rafa and Rafa was like, no, this guy's a troublemaker. Is that not your bias towards not my... like Well, I, I like, I like Rafa, but I just don't see, you know, he's got a proven track record of doing wallet clubs. I don't see how he hasn't really fallen out with players in the past. Not that I can recall. Oh, and, yeah, he has a Liverpool. He did tons. Ma- he fell out with lots Ma- of players. Did he fall out, fall out with Mascherano? Yeah, Mascherano, Alonso. Ryan Babel, there's there's a long list. Once, well, that was obviously his in... decline, but that was obviously the sort of the begin the, the the start of the or the beginning of the end for him there. But anyway, like I don't think I don't think it's a it's a major issue losing out on a Dinier and a Coutinho, who I might add, listen, Coutinho is a great player, but he's been out of the Premier League for a long time. He hasn't played as much football as I think you would like. You know, he has to hundred percent hit the ground running or he might not be 
you know this sort of in, incredible signing and it might it might work out to be a loss for them because they're going to they paying all his wages or majority of his wages that Barcelona needed to get off their books so they can register Ferran Torres um so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out those two but i'm just yeah. really excited to see who comes in there's another player i think you guys might i disagree with me but i've always liked him when he was in the prem before when he went down and now he's come back up is Todd Cantwell um, we've been linked with him heavily, and I think well in Newcastle. I honestly think he's that sort of creative player that needs needs a change. He's a young sort of up and coming Englishman, and I think he and and I just want to see him in a Newcastle shirt so I yeah, can see his a, celebration. And, and you know what? He would model really well that Newcastle shirt because he's have you seen player. him in his advertising and all the like streetwear sort of stuff? He's got a yeah. bit of an attitude behind the camera. Sorry, Sir, yeah. what do you want to yeah. add there? No, he's a good player. No. I agree. He's a very good player. I think he's one of those young English players that are that are probably probably need to play for a top ten side. So yeah. you know, I think obviously Newcastle's trying to be a top ten side next season. So I think he definitely deserves to be, be in a side that deserves yeah. to be in a top top ten. So I think that Newcastle will be a good fit for him. Uh, Norwich has been there obviously since probably I think the academy days. Uh, so it'll be a nice fit for him. You know, obviously yeah. with him and Willock, young under twenty three uh, English English boys there uh, doing their thing. What's nice is we, we yeah, and I mean, also what was quite interesting was signing an Englishman as our first signing. You know, you would think it would have been this Brazilian or a Frenchman or an Italian, like to to sort of start the 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 sort of process. But we got a, a boy from Spain or a man from Spain, and he was English. And and I think it I think it was just setting the tone of what's to come. Um, and it and you know, if you get a Cantwell in there, we've got a couple of English English boys. You know. Maybe creating a spine for the future, but we do need players in desperately. Um, I do think two centre backs would be key, and then the one, the last name that I haven't mentioned yet, which has been delayed simply because he contracted COVID, is Aaron Ramsey. Um, I would take him in a heartbeat. I would take him in a heartbeat. The risk, so, so the risk here, and if we're looking at a continue, right? Continue on paper seems like a bargain. Obviously, his recent stint hasn't been the greatest, and the argument of form, has he picked up weight, all these other things. But a player like Ramsey, would you not be afraid of doing something similar where the wages are going to be quite astronomical considering that, look, Newcastle yeah. right now can afford most things. But you, Eddie Howe is saying he wants to sign players that are ready for the fight, ready to get stuck in. And that's who, if they don't want to be up for the fight, he's not going to sign them yeah. allegedly. So if you've got a Ramsey who's gone from, he's, he was a pretty player at Arsenal. He went to Juventus, which arguably is a pretty side that plays flamboyant football. And now he's not in the greatest of form. Would you want to or be prepared to take a punt on him? I just think he needs to be playing football if he wants to try and make that Welsh team and, and qualify for the World Cup. I th like I think he's closer to Britain, you know. If he can get get us out of this shit with 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 um, with Newcastle, if he does sign, you know, I think it's a no brainer, uh, no brainer move. Because if we survive, gentlemen, the trajectory is only you know upwards for us. Um, so you know if I, i'm clever if i'm a player going there i'm thinking hey let's get us out of the shit and you know we've we've got a chance of 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 spoiling the party a little bit at the top so yeah. i mean i'm seeing the comments here jesse lingard i would have loved um but it looks like he's staying at man united until at least the end of the season and he wants a free, he wants a free transfer man obviously with a free transfer you get a, a higher I, salary yeah uh, i have a feeling if i'm honest with you that we will go in for donny um i think 
within the next few few weeks i think next few days you might hear something i'm reading a few 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 articles from journalists but and donny is yeah donny's on the free donny, on the donny guys free donny <laughs> i guys. mean it's it's a travesty that he's not playing i mean i think you know a new start for him would be would be ideal i would have loved bergvine uh, listen the list can go on you know the list bergvine, Berg, bergvine might go to ajax so it might yeah. be tough to 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 get him from Ajax. Ajax went uh, re, uh, put in an offer for fifteen million pounds, rejected from Spurs. They're probably going again for him. But you guys can throw twenty five million and just blow Ajax up yeah. the water. So do that, guys. Yeah. Spend that. Yeah. Now, so we'll see. Donny, though, if if we look at Donny as well, uh, we know Ralph Ragnick apparently. Man United is talk, talking to Pochettino for a potential job towards the end of the season, but Ralph Ragnick favoring, is it Te Hag? What's the Ajax manager's name? Ten Hag. Ten Hag, yeah. And we know he obviously likes Donny, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But also, shout out to Ayanda for joining us um, and him saying that Ramsey's a great creative option and he's probably homesick. The only issue I have with that comment is Newcastle's further from London, arguably to, to the weather based on the, what Juventus is. I think Juventus <laughs> is a lot nicer to be in Italy than uh, what the north of England would be. For but he's Ramsey. not playing at the moment. He's out of favour. I think they've already yeah. said he's, he's, he's on but, his but, way out. But so. Juventus is, a, is, a, is, a, is an interesting case because they sign all these players for free transfers on high wages. So like Ramsey's one of them. Um, probably like t- top Top ten highest paid in the league, or top fifteen highest paid in the league, and yeah, they want to they want obviously get the guys off their wage bill, so they can obviously try and get other players in more crucial areas of the of the of the field. Um, yeah, man, I I think just go for a Cantwell, you know, young English wants to do well, you know, what I mean, I think he, mm. you'll get the some, some a nice energy from him. Uh, Ramsey, I don't want to say he's a luxury player, but I think he's obviously a bit yeah. older, and you know, what I mean, I think he, yeah, man, get get. Uh, or, or get in Dombele, man. Or get in Dombele. Dombele. I, I, like, I like Ndombele, like but yeah. I love him as well, remember, bro. Remember we had that, Celo and I had an argument about Ndombele. Remember we said. Yes, and, yes, and look, and look what's yes, happened. Yes, but yes. Tell me, tell me, there yes, was a player Claudio. that Man United were linked with, Haidara, from the French League. Um, no, from from, from from German, German league. I'm oh, sorry, Red Red Bull Leipzig. Sorry. Yeah, he's 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 playing yeah. for Mali. He's playing for Mali in the in Afcon right now. Yes, um, he's he's one that we've also inquired inquired about today. Apparently, he's really good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's 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 a similar player to like a Idrissa Gay Kante type of yeah. short. That's what, and I think um, that's hard, what we need. Hard, yeah. Short, hardworking um, uh, midfielder. Yeah. So exciting times for us. Listen, we are linked. I think I, I saw a list the other day. It, it was in excess of about 80 people, 80 players that we were linked with since. We actually, Nick, we actually need to put that list together. And we I've actually need it. to have a show. Yeah, we just need to have a show designated just for that, just that topic. It's and we go through unreal. the players and we say, will this be a good signing? Won't it be a good signing? Yeah, um, that's unbelievable. I understand. Would Newcastle go for Martial, Celo's favorite player? <clears throat> I would no, take just, him. They've just signed. They've just signed Wood. Oh, but do you, you guys yeah. still have injuries, right? Listen, I think we linked with another striker, Itekia. Itekia. Yeah, in, in the French. In the French league. Itekia, yeah, he's a 19-year-old wonder kid that's ripping up the French league apparently, and. He's seemingly keen on the move, but we're trying to sort out a, a fee. So I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, I mean, I think I think if we're smart, we go in for another striker and then you have three top class or you sort of have a Wilson who's fit again, um, a Wood, and then maybe like this this lighty apprentice who can learn about the league and maybe, maybe cause a few upsets. But 
if not, you know, if Marshall's available, I don't know. They've got so much money, guys. They can do what they want. <laughs> they, we've got knocked out of the chest. It's just not given to them that they're going to stay oh, in the Premier League. Man, man. That's you know, interesting. You know, do you know what's incredible? I've never seen my team like travel abroad mid-season. You know, you see heard of these teams. Now we've obviously been knocked out of the FA Cup, which I might add, we hammered Cambridge, but they keep out a blinder. Um, we needed a striker on the field, but now we've got a weekend off, and they they fly to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah, Saudi Arabia. So that's, that's incredible. Like to think that they've acted so quickly. They've obviously got loads of money, and now they see an opportunity, a PR opportunity for them to to sort of work in in, in Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. Marcus, are you are you my agent here? Is, is that what you're saying, Claudio? <laughs> no. To old boys, please make it happen, man. Get get the the deal across the line, and maybe you get some commission. Let's see, some beers but, would be but, nice. What's 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 happening with you guys there, Claudio? Because obviously I can see Ayanda, who's a, who's a Liverpool fan, wants to find out what's what's going on with FSG not making anything happen. Yeah, look, I think if you were expecting FSG to do something, I think you would be um, extremely optimistic just based on patterns. And if you're familiar with Liverpool, you would know that this is kind of not the window for to do business. We know January is arguably a tricky window. We know in the past. Gone are the days of when Liverpool signed an Andy Carroll and a Luis Suarez desperate times during January. It's now becoming more of a Newcastle situation. I think it's bad business in January. You're going to pay £25 million for a Burnley striker just because teams are desperate. That's kind of where the business is at at the moment. I think from a Liverpool perspective, if we really tapping into the market, you're going, yeah, cool, we don't have Salah and we don't have money. But realistically, you're not missing out on much by the end of Jan. They're going to be back soon enough. And, you know, postponing the League Cup sort of games didn't harm our chances either. So, And also, it's just value for money, I guess. We know FSG have made it very apparent from the beginning they don't overspend on something they don't think is worth value in terms of long term. And I suppose from a Liverpool perspective, it can be frustrating. But at the same time, what's worse is being uh, having Mike Ashley as an owner and not spending every transfer window. So let Newcastle have their time. I think <laughs> Liverpool, their, their current squad are good enough to compete. I think the the primary target for the season, the league is a bit of a stretch now, but the primary target has to be any trophy. And that's why the focus on the League Cup, they what, two games, three games, arguably away from winning that, and that's more silverware. Yeah. I think it'll be an absolute shame for Liverpool to go another season without winning anything because Jurgen Klopp's got X amount of time. And if you look at his tenure at Liverpool, he's, he's won two trophies. Yes, one's been the Champions League. Yes, the other one's been the Premier League. But he's been in the League Cup final, Europa Cup final, and a Champions League final. He didn't win those. And if you look back at his stint when he leaves the club, are you going to say two trophies? Was that, is that really a true reflection of what he did at Liverpool? So that's, yeah. that's the one thing. So I think this season, as long as they win anything, whether it's the League Cup, whether it's the FA Cup, I think it'll be a success. And then try and strengthen at the end of the year and see what they can get value for money. We've got players that are aging. We've got Henderson in his 30s, Thiago has been an absolute shambles of a signing when you consider Genie left for free. <laughs> Genie left for free and we signed... Oh, we Magala. might go for Genie. Genie's another one we might go for. Genie, yeah, Genie. Genie wants to come back. Genie wants to come Genie. back to, 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 to Newcastle. Wants to come back. Yes. The Genie signing. Come on now. That for me, I mean, Thiago or Genie. Genie never gave the ball away. It was industrious. Thiago is finding his feet, but he's a Madala. Then you're looking at your Salas. You're looking at your Sadio Mane. They're, also, they're getting to the peak. I see Liverpool also being linked with the Porto player, Dij. Uh, Colombian, very, very exciting, yeah. great winger. He's, he's had moments in the Champions League, so that's quite exciting. But yeah, overall, I mean, there's not much to be surprised about F FSG. There's just no value. Like, if you're looking at Newcastle, the only reason Newcastle are doing what they're doing is because they have to. And the problem with Newcastle is all the clubs in the world now know they have money. So they're taking the ring out of it for Newcastle. That's yeah. the unfortunate yeah. thing. 
Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know if Silo, you want to add before we move on from a transfer dealing, anything you want to say from your side? I know a lot of yeah, talk is no, in regards th- to Man United. Yeah, I think on my side, obviously the, the, the talk has been as maybe potentially signing Zakaria from, from Borussia Mönchengladbach. He's out of contract in, in the, in the summer. So I think it's obviously could be a bargain buy, six million pounds. Uh, but a lot of clubs are looking at him. Borussia Dortmund is looking at him. Um, Bayern Munich is looking at him. Apparently, Liverpool is also looking at him. Arsenal is also looking at him. So there's a lot of rumors around him. Let's see what happens there. Uh, I think Man United definitely needs to sign a defensive mid. That's the only signing I think that we definitely need in our squad right now. Uh, but otherwise, obviously, I think there's a lot of other stuff needs to happen at Man United. So, obviously, there's there's guys Eric, who are out of contract in six yeah. months. Jesse so and Eric Bay going to um, AC Milan. AC Milan. AC Milan. That's the, that's the rumors. He might be going to AC Milan, which I don't think is a good is a good thing because. We only have Varane. You don't have cover. Uh, yeah. we, we have, have Slaphead and then we've got Lindelof. So, you know, guys, Varane <laughs> and, and, and Lindelof at least have had good seasons. But Slaphead has, 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 has had a horrendous season. So I think... But quick one on Slaphead. I just want, to, I want, I want a quick to, yes or no. To. I don't want a thesis here. Just a quick yes or no. Slaphead. After everything now, was he worth the money spent? Yes or no? He was, That's it. But when was he ever worth the money? Good, good answer. There we go. Now, I just want to discuss. I just want to say the Villa thing before before we move on. The Villa, Villa sort of scenario with Gerard. I know, obviously, Vada also getting excited now. A fan who who's come supporting his club for a long time. He's getting signings across, and are going to be more exciting than Newcastle because they're better situated. Yeah, great signings, great signings. And, And when you consider they lost Grealish, key player. And now all of a sudden they've done this work. What are the the realistic expectations for Villa right now towards the end of the season based on the business they've done? Uh, it's a bit tough right now. I think obviously Spurs, Arsenal are playing very well right now. Uh, Man United is up and down and has quality players. So that that in itself, those three clubs, right, are the clubs that are obviously are going to be and, and West Ham. Those four clubs are the ones that are going to be vying for that number four spot in the uh, for the Champions League, and then obviously it will they will obviously fall in line in terms of number five, six, seven. So it'll be four, five, six, seven. Those four clubs, I think, and I think Villa will have to try and be that number eight club. And then if they're still in the FA Cup, which I think, uh, which I be- oh they oh sorry we beat them. Um, so you see they can't even get into Europe uh, Europe by the FA Cup. So I think they have to try and aim to be the best of the rest. Um, obviously the best of the rest is going to be West Ham, I think. But they need to be the best of the rest after that. So between them and Leicester for number eight, I think will be will, will be will be what they should aim for. Yeah, I agree. I think it, I think Vards has said it right. You know, top half finish. Remember they they got rid of uh, Dean Smith because they were in a poor situation. Yeah, and I think if you had given them the the opportunity to finish, you know, anywhere between twelfth and and ninth or eighth, you know, they would have, would have snapped your hand off. So, it's probably it's probably a good sort of measuring stick for for Gerard if he if he does finish in that sort of position, and then he can kick on next season and um, you know try secure Coutinho permanently and then take it from there. Yeah, because he's because they, they're fourteenth right now on twenty two points, and Wolves, which is the best of the, the others, is number eight with twenty eight points. So six points separates them and them and Wolves right now. So so I think obviously are yeah, they trying to push for that? Uh, there's a lot of other clubs that are that have been decent this season between them and between them and Wolves, but I think they can definitely aim for that top uh, top eight. If it was in South Africa, we could obviously say uh, for the BP top. BP top eight for next season. Waffle, waffle, waffle. 
Let's sort of give a quick shout out to the two former Liverpool youngsters that are doing quite well in the championship. Solanke, you guys have seen also another player being linked with Newcastle, smashing it at the moment, scoring all the goals, having Bournemouth top in the league. And then obviously in second place, Fulham, Harry Wilson also killing it there at Fulham. So that's some good news from uh, an ex-Liverpool perspective if you're patriotic. But I want to touch on the, the AFCON 2022. Um, Settle, have, have, have you been following this? But guys, did you guys see yesterday what happened? Yeah, with the Tunisia game, Mali and, and game. Mali game, guys. That, that that was ridiculous, guys. I I have never that guy. Seen, I, that guy. I, 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 it was perfectly. My my colleague said to me today, that guy. It was like he had a betting slip on that there would be did. a red card in the game, and, 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 a, uh, and two penalties. Well, yeah, and and he just needed the the game to finish one 0 Exactly. So he was like, "Hey, Tunisia, come in, boom! Let me just end this game now." <laughs> so they, yeah. definitely, he won't ref again. I don't so, see it. So, 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 since we are the topic of 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 youth products uh, doing well in the championship, um, Manchester United's uh, young eighteen-year-old uh, prodigy Hannibal Mejbri, uh, uh, who decided to rather play for Tunisia instead of France, he started for Tunisia uh, in the game yesterday. So he's eighteen years old. Uh, he's only played, I think, eighteen minutes for the first team. Um, so he's he played with uh, he played for Tunisia in the in the. Um, Asia Cup uh, and Tunisia went to, all the way to the final. He was one of the key players there, uh, but they played him out of position yesterday. They played him on the right wing, whereas he's more of a, a number eight, number ten. Um, and yeah, he only played the first half and they took him off. But but yeah, I think Fcon has, has been very interesting. Uh, I've only watched uh, a handful of games. The game that I really enjoyed was was the was the um, was the um, uh, Nigeria Egypt game, uh, just merely because of how well uh, Nigeria played. And Nigeria uh, controlled that game from start to finish. They never looked like they were going to concede. Uh, Salah never got the got it, not, never got a clear opportunity. Uh, but also, I think the tactics from Carlos Kiros were not great for 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 that game, uh, where they were using Salah as a as a number as a false nine, number nine type of thing. Whereas you should be using Salah on the flanks. You know, I think that's obviously where he can do a lot of damage. They should have probably started. Uh, Mohamed Sharif, the Al Ahli striker, in the middle, and then use Salah on the on the right hand side. But yeah, I guess Kirosh will, will learn from that. Uh, and then another team that did well, obviously, I think it was uh, Ivory Coast. Uh, early goal yesterday. They've got so much attacking talent. You know, Maxwell Kone, uh, their captain. Um, uh, what's this guy? Max Max Gredel scored the goal. Then they brought on Zaha and Nicola Pepe in the second half as subs. Sebastian Hell is the striker. Then obviously Eric Bay is the centre back there. They've got Willie Bolly from Wolves, so they've got quite a quite a. There quite hasn't a, been many goals, eh? One like, nils, a, a lot of one nils, one nils or no nils. But 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 um, Cameroon won today four one guys. So so oh, Cameroon have won. Uh, yeah, they've beaten Ethiopia four uh, one. Vincent Abubuka is now on four goals. Is now on four goals uh, in the tournament. Uh, that's that's the guy who plays for. I think he still plays for Porto. Does he still play for Porto, uh, uh, Claudio? I, I think know, I'm, a Benfica, I'm a Benfica fan. I already know oh, Diaz plays for Porto because he's ah, like this guy. This guy. Let me see. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent Abubuka plays for. Uh, but I do. While you're finding that, I do want to. He plays in the Middle East. He plays in the Middle East now. But the other guy who scored is Ikambi. Fit. How, how is that similar to Porto there in Portugal? No, man. He used to play Middle for. He used to play for Porto. He used to play for Porto. He used to play for Porto. He left Porto I, at I, last season and then went to the Middle East. But the other guy who scored is Ikambi. Ikambi is from. Leon, so I think it's 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 been good. But what's been poor is the commentary, guys. Jarrah, guys, I think they should have. They hired flew. Mar- oh, they flew Mark Leeson in. 
they well, did. Well, they needed they needed to fly yeah. Celo in. I don't know if anyone listened to Celo's commentary, but holy shit, don't the you man have a clip there? Don't the you man have a clip has for us? it. I do I have the. Could... I'll, I'll find I'll find the clip. But you should have seen it, guys. We commented. We yeah, Celo's. He's literally grabbing. We only had one mic, and he's grabbing the mic out of my hands. And then he's going. We had, there was this goalkeeper. <laughs> And his name is Bobo. But while he's lining up for penalties, Celo's going, Bobbity Bobo. Bobbity Bobo. There's a lot of... <laughs> I mean, AFCON, AFCON needed, needed this guy to be there. But also, oh, I, want to comment, I want to comment on the, the VODs saying football has not been great, to be honest. And the reason I was asking yeah, Celo is because I haven't, I haven't watched much of this AFCON. I watched yesterday yeah. the last 15 minutes of the Ivory Coast game. And I was... <laughs> I was quite, um, quite shocked. And, and when you, you know, there's, there's a lot of comments coming out from Africa saying there's a lot of disrespect towards the tournament and, and, and. But I don't know if it's as much of the outside world looking in as it is for the players actually playing in the competition going, we just doing this for the sake of our country, but we'd rather not be there. Because when I'm watching this, that's kind of the attitude I was getting from what I was seeing. Like, if you look at Zaha yeah. and you look at those other players, they're there, but you can see they're going, shit, this is, this is tedious for me. I'd rather get a pass because this wouldn't happen if I was playing Crystal Palace as an example. The pass wouldn't do that. I th- you I know, think, that's think, kind think, of the attitude I, think, I was getting from I think, I think you know what happens sometimes, right? Is the quality of the fields, right? Does the play field a is, Also, the fields uh, look shit. The ball's so, so, bobbling yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so, so, so the, one, the one pitch that, that, that actually was good was the, the one in the capital city, the Yaoundé. That's, that's for the opening game. That was quite a nice game between Burkina Faso and Cameroon. But obviously, another problem that I've seen is that all the first round games, the teams are rusty. You know why? Because they haven't had any any preparation games. Players arrive four days before the tournament starts. How are you gonna yeah. have a how are you gonna have a practice game when players are coming four days, five days? And then Senegal, Senegal have most of the half their team has COVID. So Kulibali's got COVID, Mendy's got COVID, um, that other Mendy from Leicester City, the short one, he's got COVID. So like half of Senegal's team have COVID. Uh Ismail Asar came injured, like like literally, Senegal had. I think they had yeah, four they, subs. Four, four they subs need to look to change the 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 sort of time period that they have this this tournament to no, try but, and align but, with but, the rest of the but, world. No, but you know the problem is, guys, as well, is that the problem is, is that is it's 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 rainy season for certain mm. West African countries in June. So what happens is that yeah. if you have the tournament in in Cameroon in June, it's going to be raining the whole flipping tournament, right? Uh, but other other countries have better climate in, in that time so i think what they what they're probably going to try to do is they're going to try adjust it for the the country specific i think they'll, they'll be better so like a, like a south africa and a egypt can have it in when like in, in june See, but but, uh, but, uh, all but, uh, that does all that does is it makes for top european clubs or top global clubs it makes it very tricky for them to want to go sign a player if that's very inconsistent you know what i mean like now liverpool losing two of their best players and again th- this is this is the the part that is mind-boggling for me is you got Salah, you got money arguably some of the world's greatest players if not currently on form the greatest and they african players now we're looking at those two players in general and then you look at the the football on show yes conditions are an issue heat stadiums all of that but it just blows my mind and the quality i mean what we saw out there Celo, in soweto yes that was a nice astro turf it was great conditions but the quality of football we saw there is far better than what I watched last night. I mean, the attempts at goal were awful. The passes were bubbling. They weren't thought of. They were sloppy. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm saying the attitude looks like the players didn't want to be there just from that quality alone. And I know there's a lot of things to be dealing with, but that's the problem with this tournament. And this is why people don't take it too seriously. I don't know, Nick, if you want to weigh in here. Yeah, it it is a tricky one, especially like, I mean, if you look at the Euros and the World Cup, you get like a two, three-week period where you can prepare. Um, And... 
I think I think there's there's deeper issues with regards to African football. You know, there's teams that were arriving that were potentially not going to be in because of administration issues, bonus issues, um, players not rocking up to to camp. They denying the chance to go. Clubs overseas. Um, like Watford uh, denying the opportunity of some of the players to go. And I think rightly so, because there were certain deadlines that the associations had to send um, the, the, the request for the player. And it's just a typical African mentality is, oh, we can do it later. It's no problem. They'll still release um, the players. Um, so I think there's a lot of issues beyond the football side. And I think the lack of professionalism is is seen on the field. Um, I think that, they, they, you know, Africa need to get their house in order before we can start, you know, sort of worrying about the quality of football. I think there's definite, definite talent on the, on the continent. Um, but as they would say, you know, we can't organize a piss up in a brewery. Like and that Africa's proven that time and time time and time again. How many I mean we got the Afcon, we hosted the Afcon because someone couldn't host at the last minute in twenty eleven. I remember watching a few games. Like you would never hear of these types of stories around the world. You know, you hear about it here in Africa and it's unfortunate because there's so much talent and um, you know, based on the actual technical side of it you know it is disappointing but i could probably agree with cello you know i'd be frustrated if i was a coach and i i'm not even sure if i'm gonna get my full squad like mm. senegal lost two of their players, <laughs> their players. like mm. i don't i'm preparing for a tournament i'm not gonna have even three or four days to train if mm. that we'll be lucky and then mm. you know i might not get the, the, the this is what i actually want so it's bizarre it, it is really bizarre i also need to i also need to i need to investigate about um, the watford player another watford player emmanuel dennis right so he's been yeah. one of the hot uh, hot form players he's from nigeria i saw his name in the squad for nigeria but i saw him training with watford yesterday so i'm asking myself like what happened with him now like how is he not watford, in the squad? what happened there watford didn't let him go yeah, they sent the request late. They were them in Senegal sent the request late. No, but but, but and, for, and for the for, club's for, got every but, right to do that. But for the Nigerian guy, Emmanuel Dennis, because listen, right? Um, like Nigeria had an issue where the guy who plays with Napoli, uh, Victor Osimen, right? He had a, a big, like a hectic uh, facial injury in one of the, 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 the Italian games. And then he wasn't sure he was going to play, but he said, okay, cool. He'll make himself available for the tournament no matter what. And then I think. So he's he's playing at the he's gonna play at the tournament, but he can't play now until his 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 injury is healed. But then Emmanuel Dennis was in the squad. I'm like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? I think obviously that that in itself as well, the administrative issues as you're saying, Nick, is is mm. is, is is isn't great. It's appalling. You know, I think obviously we need to sort that out as a as a as a whole continent in in itself. Uh, but I think hopefully maybe when let's get the the group game group stage games out of the way, uh, and obviously let's hopefully then we'll obviously have quality games later on. But as I said, um, Nigeria's Nigeria's been impressive already. I and think, I mean, uh, also in, solid, in, in, solid, if, solid, if, solid. if you look at that that rule that they have there with the COVID situation, if you've got eleven fit players, you have to play the game. Correct. Um, and and if you don't, as well. and if you don't, <laughs> if you don't have it, and that, that includes goalkeepers. I've got three so goalkeepers. Can, yeah, could you imagine yeah. having three goalkeepers that aren't affected by COVID, and they're part and, of your eleven? You got to play them up front. And 100%. the problem, the problem that comes in is. If you don't have eleven players, you lose the match. Yeah. So Three I'm no. just thinking now, if you have if you have proper processes in place for say a preparation period, say they get two weeks preparation, you know, in an ideal world, you can 
properly you know put the players into a bubble training a bubble. bubble and and you know you do your constant t- tests as an association and then you leave the tournament you've got a clean bill of health these players are coming from all over the world arriving mm-hmm. in cameroon and no one knows flag, if flag, Arthur or Martha. Guys, flag, guys, flag, flag just, different, flag airports coming from yeah. the epicenter of the uk you know i mean of, of course mendy was going to get was going to get it you come in from the uk you you come in you know you're going to land and then all of a sudden things happen you know i think yeah so i think there's a lot to be to be to be sorted out there I and i feel bad for 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 some of these players but i think let's 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 judge the tournament as a, as a whole when we when we get to the knockout stages i think obviously i think let's see how the players play after a couple of the first round just to just to yeah. get their legs legs warmed up so just to to round this off because uh, we need to move on uh, is that if you had to rate so far what you've seen out of 10 what would that be nah man it's too early man eh? i said so far I can uh, I can rate Liverpool's first five minutes within the half if it's shit. If there is a poor five minutes, I can give I it would a three say, out of ten or one out of ten. It's the if lack I, of goals, the poor sort of referee yesterday. I would say maybe a four or five. To be so so if 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 I can if I can the matches I've watched right, I, I would give it a I would give it a a, a six point five. The matches I've watched. So I've watched. Uh, Morocco versus Ghana, Nigeria versus Egypt. Can, uh, can Cameroon, I just, I just Cameroon, want to point Cameroon, out again, Cameroon, again, Nick, Cameroon, I say, Cameroon, give, give the answer, a rating. Cameroon, the man's always got to give a dissertation Cameroon. when he gives his explanation. Guys, this is, this, guys, guys, this is, this is, this is, this is our show. Come on. I just want to comment no, on the fact but, quickly. Yeah, yeah. The games, the games I've watched, are, uh, I would say it's a, it's a, it's a um, 6.5 out of 10. Um, the tournament as a whole, like little snippets of, 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 seen whatever 4.5 4 like like nick but yeah the ones i've watched 6.5 but also the ones i've watched is the ones with the quality players you know i mean that's the ones with the with the with with the guys we know you know type of thing yeah your your roman size from wolves you know type of thing yeah so but we'll see all right and wait something i didn't actually i actually realized only now Sevilla's got so many Moroccan players. They got three players. They got Sevilla's first choice goalkeeper is from Morocco, so they actually have some sense. very the climates. The climates align. Yeah, right? I mean some some very Morocco good players, is very you know? close to Spain as well. It is. Yeah. yeah, you can you can go via boat. Yeah, so they've got they've got three so players. So swimming yeah. to the swimming. Exactly. The ocean. That's, not, that's their trial. Cross, if you can swim in the ocean, ocean. <laughs> make it there. You're in our side, boy. But also, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, the cultures aren't. Very different in terms of religious beliefs, but actually not too different based on the the more sort of histories. So it's it's a nice place 100%. for Moroccan players, right, gents? 100%. The Man City versus Chelsea game, obviously, it's the you would say the biggest in terms of the title for the Premier League, biggest game. We've got a London derby, North London derby, also taking place, but the Man City Chelsea one. So we can let's dive into this, Nick. I want to get your opinion as to how you think this will play out and what do you think's at stake for both sides, right, Yeah, uh, it's it's sort of tough to to say anything against City at the moment you know they they look like they're running away with it and unfortunately are you okay yeah yeah I'm just listening uh, it sounds like I've got a bit you. of an echo I can hear myself hello oh, so hello it's, it's you was it settle anyway it does, doesn't matter just keep going uh, I've, I've, I've been muted guys no I muted you now <laughs> um, listen guys yeah. they muted me guys have you ever been muted in your life guys <laughs> This, free this settle. is wrong, guys. Like you need hey, a free Donny, Donny for the big. Guys, 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 <laughs> by the way, those the, everyone who's watching today, guys, miraculously, 2022, myself and Nick don't have admin rights anymore. Let's just continue the show. 
it's simple. The man, the man uh, changed the password there. He thought we wouldn't notice, but yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I've muted Philo um, yet again because I wasn't sure what he was going to say. So now he's muted. He's done. Um, yeah, so I just think City are looking ridiculously good. And, and what was quite interesting to see them play such a strong team against Swindon, showing so much respect to the competition and, and really being professional about it. You know, it's it's you'd be a, a silly man to bet against them, I would say. But Chelsea on their day are really good. And I think they were very professional in their last couple of performances, especially against Spurs in the League Cup. Um, so it is an interesting one, but I think it might be a little bit of a step too far for Chelsea to get anything out of this game. Because um, City just have so much talent, so much ability, and they're just such a unit um, in general. So, yeah. Hello, you're listening to how this guy says it. He sounds such so enthused unit. about He's like, they just got so much talent. Try and be excited. I know it's not your side, but be, yeah, just try and be a little bit excited. No, I'm just saying they're so good. Like, they, there's yeah. not much more to say. Like, with, with the talent that they have and the list of players that, that we can tell, list the size of my arm. Um, the length of my arm, you know, it's it's incredible, and I, I don't. I, I mean, if they win this, if they win this weekend, that's it done. Like you might as well give them the trophy. I reckon. I reckon it'll be a draw here. Oh well, there we go. Let's start off. But let's hear those predictions. Silo prediction. Nick prediction. Let's hear it. No, I reckon. I reckon it'll be a draw. I think um, Chelsea's found some recent form. You know, I think obviously uh, they want to also uh, prove that you know they've got a lot to. They got a lot to still say in terms of the title the title race obviously yes it's it's 10 points between the two of them but you know a draw will obviously still give them some confidence they will probably push for the win uh but i think the draw yeah i mean like i said i, I don't see I, I think city are like a steam train at the moment i think i think it'll be a two nil victory for chelsea and um, for man city yeah and i, I think that's if you're neutral and if you're a Liverpool fan, that's not the result you really want to be hearing, yeah. right? We, you want Chelsea of, we, to win. We need Chelsea to win. I think for the sake of the league mm. to be interesting, because I think if they do win this Man City, it's done and dusted. There's no catching them. But I think they are going to win solid 2-0 as well. Next game we're going to chat about, Aston Villa versus Man United. So you kick this off. Uh, yeah, Gerard, Gerard must be excited. Obviously, tricky game. signings, yeah, whether or not they signings. play. Quality signings, quality signings as but well. It's a bit I of a, think, it's a morale booster, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a it's a morale booster. It's at Villa Park. It's a, obviously a, a historically a, a a big a big ground. You know, what I mean, I think obviously uh, you know, I think you know, Villa's a bigger team than Newcastle. You know, so so or, <laughs> so yeah, so, so 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 it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great game. Um, yeah, man, let's see what happens. Uh, Villa's got some great players. They give us a bit of a. A uh, bit of trouble in the FA Cup. Um, you know they they had some good chances. Obviously, you know we've we've got the best keeper in the league in our team, so obviously that always helps. Uh, so yeah, but let's let's see what happens at Villa Park. Let and let's see if obviously Ralph Rennick uh, learned from what w- worked well in the last twenty minutes when he brought on Donny and he played a four three three. So hopefully he can play a four three three in this game, and then obviously I think it would obviously. T- what, 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 listen, Vods, Vods, VAR is a part of the game. It's a part of the game, man. Come on, like, well, like it's what not. It's not in the, in the FA Cup, it wasn't a part of all the games. So, again, also, how do you let that happen? Some games. Hey, VAR, listen. So, it's not officially part of the game. How, it's part how, of how, some how, games. How, 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 could they, how could they allow that, guys? I can't believe. You see, you see, the Premier League there, what's this, the FA Cup, or whoever's managed the FA Cup is behaving like Kev. 
That's that's how Kev <laughs> behaves. Eh? So Kev behaves. Kev gives VAR for some games. Listen, that's you can't. How can you have VAR for a game in, at Old Trafford, but for the game at Swindon, you don't have VAR? Yeah, this uh, like, is very guys. Bizarre. It's either there's VAR across the board or no VAR. But but yeah. But uh, let's see what happens on 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 on, on the weekend. Uh, but it'll be an interesting game Saturday. Saturday night. Uh, oh wait, Saturday night. Yeah, half past seven. Uh, yeah, man. I think. Yeah, man. There's 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 not much to be more to be said. And I think obviously some players are are all formed at Man United. Uh, What's your prediction, Celo? Tell us. Ah, man. Thanks, Nick. Th- thanks, Nick. Th- Get to the the hard question. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a two one, it'll be a two one victory to Man United. Sure. Just yeah. but, but, uh, what, what, what? Hold on, Nick. What gives you the belief or the not even the asked, belief? When you're you working, you, no, no, you, we you asking. Asked, you, asked wanna... me, you asked me the prediction. No, but yeah, you're going no, around but the room. Now we're going around the room. No, no, we, we, no. Nick will tell me now. But uh, what I want to know is when you've worked it all out <laughs> in your head, what is giving you that two-one victory? What, what, like, is it more of the heart? Or what in the head is telling you it's going to be a two-one victory? The, we played. We played. We played. Some good minutes against Villa in the FA Cup, uh, morale boosting victory. Uh, obviously, after the loss to to Wolves, uh, so I think obviously with that, and also Villa played their their main team, so Villa can't say that they benched players or whatever, whatever. But you know, we both played uh, probably our strongest stronger sides on both sides. Obviously, we'd never Ronaldo, but we still both played strong sides in that, that game. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that you would you would obviously you would obviously learn a lot from how Villa played in that game. And then also Villa would also learn a lot from us. But I think at the end, you know, I mean, I think the quality will shine through. Man United is obviously, uh, you know, some players are off finding form at the right time and some players are off form. So I think it will, it will, it will, it will, it will, it will be a result in a victory for, for us uh, and uh, for result in us pushing on. All right. Next. Listen, Villa, you lost uh, to Villa. one. You beat Villa 1-0. Without uh, Dinia and Coutinho, so that might be the difference. Um, I see a draw written all over this. I think it will be a one-one. Um, you spoke about David de Gea being the best keeper in the world. I mean, our last the match league. at Newcastle, or in, in the league, our last match against Newcastle, um, or our match against Man United was our last league match, and that was Newcastle versus David de Gea um, because you guys were absolutely awful, awful. Yep. Um, we should have we should have taken our chances when we had them. David de Gea saved saved you guys, and we should have beaten you. So, if they do anything similar to what they did against Villa in the last game, and more so against Newcastle when you guys last played, you're going to have a tough time. I just don't i I can't believe that Harry Maguire is a professional footballer. I honestly, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like I don't not see just, it. Not just a professional footballer, an eighty-five million pound. Also, just, by the way, I was watching Pepe yesterday. He turned, for Ivory Coast. He turns, he turns million for Pepe is also another fraud. Like I can't believe that when you just watch it. But yeah, sorry, Nick. Yeah. Bro, but did you, Celo? You were tweeting at the time. He turns slower than than milk. Like honestly, mm. 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 It, it's like. Did you see when, when, when say, Maximum and Jolinton was pressing him? It looked like yeah. he was going to have, like, a, a, uh, he's, a he's, nervous breakdown. He's shambolic. He's shambolic. I don't, I don't know what's but, happened to him because, because he had such a great Euros, guys. He was arguably top three centre-backs yeah. at the Euros, right? But I, I can tell you. Now, now tell you. all of a sudden, it's just, it's just 
it's just gone because he had he had Kyle Walker sort of covering him. I think no, he but has... but I think I think listen, but also as a player, right? You have you have your own individual responsibilities, and as an individual <laughs> responsibility as a player, he did he Bart did his job. Slow, guys. He, he, I don't know if you ever watched Nevada. He did. He played for Tux at some point. And he I had, a, I think, he had some. Prof- he had a professional contract, but yeah, he was pretty slow off the mark. Sorry, <laughs> as you were. Still. No, but I'm just saying. I just, I'm just saying that. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously the Euros, he played, he played, he played very well. Um, you know, I think obviously he was one of the best defenders in the tournament. But and he had, and he was playing with Luke Shaw, so he's playing with Luke Shaw at Man United still. So I don't know what's wrong. You know, what I mean, I think obviously yes, he was playing with Stones and and Walker on the right, and then Pickford. Like you can't, like you, you you've got a better goalkeeper behind you. So like, what's what's the T-Rex. difference? You know what I, mean? uh, I, I can tell you what what's happening there. It's just it's imposter syndrome. That's what it is. It's the quality of players that have come in there with your Cavani's, your Ronaldo's, your Sancho's, and the level of skill that is on show day to day. And when you feel it, you can feel it. When you go and I don't know if if guys have played professionally and other guys know when you played in a squad and you you aren't the most skillful and the other guys know you're not the most skillful. They, yeah. It's not like an open word where saying, oh, Celo's a shit player. But there's definitely a feeling when you give a shit pass, everyone looks at him and go, yeah, we expected that. We expect that from Celo, you know? And it kind of just weighs on you. And then he's he's got the yeah. armband and he's going, ah, it's just, it's imposter syndrome. It's eating well, you, him alive. You know, you know, what you know, I would you know, love you... to see is see Ronaldo, uh, Sancho, and you could even throw Rashford into the mix, even though he's all form, in training when they do like a phase of play, like an uh, attack versus defense. And Ronaldo Harry. running at running at, <laughs> at Harry. Maguire. Like, I, I would love to see, I'd love to see what actually transpires. Like, and he's a type of player that you would look like you'd probably fall over, like, because he can't, he can't react that also, quickly. And you could picture, you know, Michael, I'm Celo, you've definitely watched the, the, the Chicago Bulls documentary with Michael Jordan. Last dance, right? yeah. Your last dance. We, we know how he spoke to his players, right? Now, you've got this figure in Ronaldo. He shouted at them. He shouted at them, yeah. He's quicker than Harry Maguire. He's older than Harry Maguire. The world's are one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And I'm yeah. telling you now, Ronaldo's having a go at Harry Maguire, saying, bro, you've got to be better than that. That's yeah, also the thing. Def, def, definitely. I think, obviously, even uh, Ronaldo came out. There was some obviously some an interview they did where he said that when I was 18 – at Man United and and the older players told me what to do or told gave me criticism. I took it on board and I and I tried to fix my game and I tried to model myself. You know the older players, your Keens and your and, and and so on and so forth. Those guys were telling me what to do. Gary Neville's they're telling me this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. And I was taking it on board because why? Because they are more senior to me and they've played the game yeah. and they've won things. I haven't won anything and I was trying to do that. I'm trying to tell these younger players what to do and trying to help them. So if they don't want want my help, but at least try to do it for yourself. There's, there was something where he, what he said, but 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 Harry Maguire, he's and I actually found out actually how he got the Man United captaincy. You know, um, there was a game I can't remember who who it was against, but De Gea um, at that time was interviewed um, after the game, and De Gea wasn't happy about the performance of the, of the team, and he called out the team and said that's an unacceptable performance and stuff like that. So apparently Ole didn't like the fact that De Gea spoke that way. And apparently that's how De Gea didn't get the captaincy because De Gea should have been the captain because, yeah. in all honesty, he is he's one of the him and Jones are the only he two leads, players. He leads by example. Yeah, he's the only two. They're the only two that have actually won the Premier League. Um, that are that have continuously still been with United. Obviously, Ronaldo has won Premier League, but you know he should have been the captain. And we got some other guy who's been rele- relegated twice who's the captain. All right, Nick. Final score prediction there. One one. 
I think. One one. I'm going to go with my man, Stevie G. Don't ask me about logic. This is all in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And we're going to wait for Coutinho to do his little shimmy classic on the right. Pin top and corner. Nine top corner. Boom. There we go. 1-0 victory to Aston Villa. All right, gentlemen. Quick one. We're going to be in and out because we're coming to the time. We only do an hour show. We're already on 58 minutes. So Liverpool-Brentford. Settle. What do you think is going to happen here? I, I don't know. Hey, I think, I think my heart says Brentford's going to win. <laughs> Because right. <laughs> that's what we're using. Because that's what we're using. No, but listen. But listen. Obviously, Brentford come off uh, uh, a, a hiding, to, a, a hiding to 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 to, to Southampton uh, with Ralph Hasselhutel. Um Yeah, they've got a new owner. They've got new owners at Southampton, guys. They've got a new uh, Serbian, uh, a new Serbian owner uh, from yeah to, to to coming on board. So obviously, they've got some energy. I saw them. I saw Ralph. Doing this to the to the new owner, the new owner was with the scarf. He was happy, you know. What I mean, I think obviously that that's going to re, uh, revitalize and rejuvenate that club. I think obviously Southampton's. Uh, we're speaking teams, about guys. Brentford, bro. We're not speaking oh, about flip. Southampton. This is bro. Cheers, bro. <laughs> this is why I'm speaking with the heart because the head but, doesn't. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Ah man, let's 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 yeah, let's talk about the startup team. The startup team. Let's see what the startup team can do against Liverpool. They gave them a, a tough uh, game uh, at, uh, at Liverpool playing at home. Uh, the, the startup team can you drew three three last yeah, time. Three three, but obviously I think obviously Liverpool. Yeah, they drew three three against a startup team. Start up team, guys. Start up. They started yesterday, but uh, I think obviously it'll be an interesting game. But I think Liverpool have too much uh, in uh, quality for them, and yeah, obviously after you know startup team losing four one to to Southampton, you know Liverpool's obviously going to put in. Probably uh, three, three as well. Probably mm. uh, into the net. Uh, yes, they don't have Salah and Mane, but yeah, I, I can see them. There's enough quality. I can see them putting three past past uh, Brentford. I would say three-one. I think uh, Liverpool do tend to concede. Oh uh, wait, 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 guys, guys, can we talk about Virgil Van Dijk and how much of a rubbish defender he is against? Uh, uh, Celo, we got that, no that, time. That, we got no time. We're running out of time. That yeah? performance, that performance against Chelsea, guys. The guy runs towards the goal when he should be running towards Pulisic to prevent him. So, Claudio, can you please tell me what's happening with the centre back partnership? Obviously, my tip uh, doesn't play for Cameroon anymore, so. Would you think Matip and Konatu uh, could play together as centre back partnership? Yeah, I think they. I think they could. I think the problem. The problem. No, 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 no. They definitely could. I know you're having a go here, but I'm. I'm looking at the two players. The problem with those two players yeah. is they both like getting on the ball and going forward. So that's the issue you have there. Van Dijk, good. Good reason to call him out because one thing he doesn't do is close down the players. He doesn't like. He doesn't get stuck in. He's definitely more of the Rio Ferdinand in the partnership. When you're comparing a yeah. British and a Ferdinand, more so of a glamorous, glamorous, glamorous yeah. guy. Yeah, he is. He is. Really, and I think really, that... reading, re- reading the play, not throwing himself at the ball like a vintage or a Terry type of. Yeah, He's worried about his hair, yeah. man. Doesn't want no, to but also hair. to be fair, the injury. You you see this time and time again, especially if your job is a defender. If you're an attacker, a lot of the time you're not expected to to make tackles and that sort of thing. So when attackers get injuries, they don't get stuck in. With the defender, your job is to get stuck in. So you do kind of think about it a little bit more instead of just pulling out because you have to get stuck in. And maybe that's also weighing on his mind a little bit, a little bit of rustiness. But we've said that from the get-go of the season. It's been a bit of an on-and-off sort of go for him, but he's still been significant enough for Liverpool, and he would be because whether or not he's the same player, his leadership capabilities are what brings him together. And yes, that was one game. And again, we're running out of time there. So I was going to get the final prediction there from you, Nick. 3-1. 3-1. Cool. I'm going to say 3-0 victory. Taki Manimino with the hat-trick. Why not? 
Let's do it. Diego Jota with three assists. Okay, hey, yeah. now the big one. The big one here. Spurs versus Arsenal. Will Wonga dye his hair? Will he do it? Can he do it? Oh, well, what's the bit <sighs> again? If 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 Spurs if Spurs beat Arsenal, Wonga's got to cut his hair. Yeah, I I don't see. I I think this is has, has a draw written all over it. Spurs have been awful, eh? so yeah, I I think it's going to be a one-one draw. Uh, Arsenal aren't sort of appetizing either on the eye. They were they lost to Forest. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do tonight against Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I think a one-one draw. Mm, I think I think. Yeah, I mean, the, I've watched a bit of the Forest against Arsenal game. Uh, Arsenal went re- went great. Uh, another another a, a Man United boy doing well at, at, the, at the championship for 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 Forest in the centre mid day. He was doing well. Um, Jumping on uh, the bandwagon, yeah. Garda, Garda, former Newcastle midfielder in the in in Forest's team. Jack Colback also played. So let me oh, nice, jump nice, on. Nice, nice, <laughs> Jump on, jump on as well. Jump on as well. Yes, let's go. There's no point of playing there. No, it doesn't. Okay, uh, but yeah, I think I think yeah, man. I think they 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 didn't really play well, but I think they'll probably try and make amends uh, in this game. So I think, yeah, I think uh, I agree with Nick there. Uh, draw one one. Yeah, I've got to say, I've got to agree with Jason. Uh, one 0 victory there for Arsenal. They're gonna do it. I think Spurs are shite. Uh, I think they don't know what's potting, and I, and you kind of know that when a man like Conte is looking around, going, "I've got no answers." And again, it also mm-hmm. just pre- it goes to show you what Mourinho was actually doing there wasn't the worst thing. I know everyone criticized yeah. him for style and play, whatever, but he was still getting results and he was still in the mix. And again, similar to what he did at Manchester United. So fair play to him. And also Nuno and Espirito Santo had no chance. So good luck to, to Spurs trying to get signings like Newcastle in January. I think that's going to be the next big step because apparently he's got his list and Daniel Levy is bending yeah. backwards to try and make it happen. So let's see there. But yeah, Arsenal's definitely going to win. Also, if they do not win, Wanga Denga, what color should his hair be? Seeing as it is first, should it be white? Should we make him bleach his yes. hair white? White, yeah, white, yeah. white. Like an old man. Yeah, that, that, that silver, yeah. that's you know, that silver color, that's silver white, yeah, yeah, silver white, hundred okay. percent. That's and we, we'll record that for everyone. Right, gentlemen, yeah. final thoughts before we back on Tuesday. I would have loved to have spoken about my team versus Watford, but yeah, I think we'll win two. They more, were, uh, they were start, here. Oh, I love it. No, no, no. Let's just get the prediction. No, no, no. I mean, they did get I 30 minutes of airtime with transfers. Listen, let's be honest. But this is the biggest game of the season for us. We won. We out of the bottom, bottom three, and I think we will be climbing the table. So I think we'll win the game 2-0. Wood to score and St. Maximum to score. Okay, yeah, and I think I think Newcastle will win uh, 2-1. I think Emmanuel Dennis will score the goal for Watford. Yeah. I think Newcastle will score not one, not two, but three goals. Just because there's yeah, been a strat and it's going to kick them on. That's what I think is going to yes. happen. Because they are like playing that. expansive football. So you see the difference when Kieran Tripp is in the side. Have you seen the difference? Yeah. Who's yeah. uh, who was playing left back in the, in the FA Cup for you guys? Uh, it was Richie. It was Richie, yes. You yeah. see the difference between a player who's played at the highest level versus one who's, who's not uh, that confident. Listen, you see how far Trippier pushes up versus the other one yeah. who hangs back. I saw, I saw Trippier make one or two passes that our players couldn't read. He made runs that our players couldn't read. So it's going to take yeah, time. Guys, guys, I think that guy won La Liga last season, guys. Yeah. That shows I think he was, where, where he was in the team that. of the 
team of the team of the season as well as the right back for La Liga. La Liga so, yeah. You know, yeah, he was. puts he puts a ball in the box for for Chris Wood. I would I, listen if he gets a set piece. I think he's going to score. So maybe I'll say let me go three 0 two for Wood, uh, one for Wood, one for Sam Maximin, one for Trippier, top corner. There wow. we go. Also, guys, the random. I know we really got to end the show now, but I just want to comment on the fact: saying maximum, how significant will he be in the long-term project for Newcastle? Is he the player for them to work around, or is he not? Is he just that player to help elevate elevate them to the next step? I think he is, especially because of his age. He's 23, 24, so he's still got a lot of time. On paper, that is, yeah. On paper, that is, but yeah, I do think. I think if you add quality players around him, he's only going to succeed because he's yeah. unplayable at times. He's unplayable yeah, but, uh, at times. My, no. my only issue with him is I think he's phenomenal. My issue is he's so unplayable for himself too at times. He doesn't even yeah. know what he's going to do. Say yeah. I think, I think uh, guys, also some of these things come with team chemistry, coaching as well. I think obviously Eddie Howe as a coach will tell him, okay, no, listen, there's need to be times when you need to do that individual brilliance, right? And there's times when you need to just cross the ball or pass it or make make a pass, yeah. you know? I have seen him make some passes or, or some crosses and so on and so forth. So I think with time, chemistry as well, but also what does happen as well is that when you're in a team where probably you the focal point or the main player, right? You take on a lot of responsibility and then it tend to do up, too much. You tend yeah. to do too much, you know? So, But if yeah. you've got like an other players where you can actually um, share the ball with them, then you're going to obviously do less and then you're going to probably get into better positions to, to actually score or to assist. Um, you know, maybe 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 Trippier puts, puts a nice pass down the line, a nice pass down yeah. the line. He crosses it for, for Wood and then Wood scores. All, I think, listen, scores. I think, Claudio, just to end off, I think he needs to be playing with better players and you're going to get the best out of him. I think he sees the burden on his shoulders that he's got shit players around him and he's sort of realized that he can you know, take players on in this league and, and, and score goals and create goals. So that's why he does it all the time. It doesn't always work, but I think if you add a few players next to him there, we'll, we'll see something special, hopefully. All right. And on that note, Celo, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Nick, it's uh, the thank first you. show of 2022. I'm very happy for the both of you to join us. I think it's uh, going to be a great season or a great year for Goal Lounge TV, onwards and upwards. Final thing from you, Celo. Just, yeah, guys, uh, you see the shirt, guys. Just, yeah, guys, Family Club. We still have some shirts on sale. Uh, just, you know, DM us on Instagram or Twitter and, and make and, and make your purchase, guys. Nice T-shirt, quality. Just show off to your friends that you guys are part of uh, Golan's TV community. Show them Family the number, Celo. Show them the number. Oh, just, just the number, number. Big number. Oh. It's a big number, boy. Show me your number. Can you see hey, it? Hey, 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 hey. Yo, 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 yo. Big player. <laughs> He's a big player. Nick, final uh, thoughts from your end. Good punt there, Celo. Love the plug-in. Excited for the Premier League again. Uh, hopefully, we can get three points and get out of the top or the bottom three and start climbing the table. So, yeah. Good to be back in the show. Goal Lounge TV 2022. It's going to be epic. Epic. I love, I love the fact that we have shirts that are on sale and people think I'm going to buy them the shirts that I bought. Celo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vods, what's going on here? Anyway, gents, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Thank you very much for joining us and we'll be back. And also, if you haven't joined our Discord channel yet, the link is in the sort of bio section. So join us. Feel free to have the conversation because we do talk there. And don't forget to follow us and tell your friends about us. Sweet. See you guys next week. Peace. Cheers.